Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello, welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me is the world famous Craig Wasserman. Right now, right. Mark Wasserman and Joe Grande are not with us in the studio today, but we have a fantastic show for you guys today. We want to thank you all for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Call us at 1-800-420-1980. Again, in Spanish, senor. Uno, ocho, zero, zero, cuatro, dos, zero, uno, nueve, ocho, zero. <laughs> I almost forgot it there. It's 1980, I think, right? I think they'll, yes, 1980. Yes, that's correct. I said, it, I said it twice before I gave it to you. Two times. I know. That's because <laughs> I was paying attention. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and all the fun spots at Pot Brothers, Pot underscore Brothers underscore at underscore law. And you can check Was Law, Mr. Craig Washerman. I'm fucking that one all the way up. See, this is you know why what? It's Joe okay. We can here. skip the social media today. You know, you know, I, you know, I'm not used to doing. Or right, one part Christopher here. Wright, and we can skip Joe's. We'll do that one, Christopher <laughs> Wright. Make sure you check me out, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We want to thank you all for joining the show today. On the show, we have social media influencer Doc Hollywood. Has over yep. 22 million followers, guys. This guy is crazy, crazy, crazy influencer. In the world of Facebook, I believe, correct, Doc? Yeah, and it's not really like I have followers per se, because like people are always like going like, "Well, your Instagram has this many people." I reach around twenty million people a month, so it's more over like my networks. Twenty million people a month. So how does somebody get twenty million people a month looking at him, <laughs> from and not being him, <laughs> right? Because that's well, what honestly, everybody man, wants it was to know. All based on community building, right? So, so you started off building in, in the communities uh, of Facebook. Facebook is your strong point, correct? Yes. And it's only because like, I, I, I respect the Instagram game. I respect all the other medias and different things people do. But I noticed that Facebook, when I used to go to expos, I'd walk around and like most of like the major hitters would say, oh man, we do Instagram, but Facebook, it's just too hard, man. So I figured if I could create a way to make it easier, maybe I could help some businesses. So that's what I've been kind of uh, trying to focus on. 
right now so what are what are some of the sites that you actually control because again you're not the the face of it right so um yeah you know so and why not how come you don't make yourself you know 22 million a month uh you know famous well and it's such like what it is is like i found to be organic in the ways that i do with the algorithms i found to be that it's nicer to have a brand basage instead of having like me having individual follows so like if i were to say something that maybe somebody didn't like then all of a sudden i don't have followers and then i have to be appeasing all the time so brands and such I can keep it purely organic. I can, I find that I, I can reach more women now based on the fact that I'm, you know, I'm not my, my face and as such, which is kind of cool. So I found that like I'm reaching around like 60% women currently. And I find like, it's just interesting to see that, you know, I can do it all without my face. I can keep building these companies and for whatever it's worth, like I can help along the way. Like I'm trying to help chefs and like anybody that's just, I guess that doesn't get a lot of exposure and why not help those people, you know? Sure. Sure. Now, now, you, now, now this was all born from the cannabis space. Is that true? Yes. Uh, the cannabis space started with, uh, our group was called cannabis back in the day. And, uh, Facebook at one point said, uh, you know what, uh, we're going to delete you guys. So they deleted us and then I fought and got us back. And then they said, I asked them like, listen, why are you deleting me? They said, it's because your, your name is a, it's a regulated good now. So being a regulated good, you, you can't be searched. So we changed it to cannabis.tv and now we're the world's largest cannabis group based on that. We can do live videos from all over the world. People can do sessions and feel like they're famous and have tons of viewers and people asking questions and we'll take care of the trolls right away. But at the same time, you can learn how to grow and such on there. It's more of an information basis. Love it, man. Love it. Now, have you have you started monetizing that? Yes, uh, I've monetized in many different fashions. I found that like exposure is a big thing. I focus on looking after like NBC. Uh, they charged, I think it was five point seven million dollars for like thirty seconds of airtime for the Super Bowl. So in a fashion, I use that kind of model for my monetization. So I look after the orange bar at the bottom. Uh, if you're ever on Facebook, there's this little orange bar that's on the bottom of all your posts. It is your organic reach. And like if you were to boost the post, you'd see it like go up and it would reach all these people. But in a such, I'm, I'm trying to digitally I guess, engineer these things so that I don't have to use those. So in a such... Like to me, monetization is really easy. It just like right now I charge, I think like 50 bucks for like the munchies. Like if I usually do the first couple posts free so that people can kind of understand like things have to be culture, like uh, curated. They have to be curated with this. So they have to be the specific picture. It has to be the right color, the right kind of lighting. And if it's not that, you know, that's when I have to let go. Okay, guys, we need to fix this. But it's very easy, and I can just always hire other people to do such for me. So it's like I find I can even help out people to get their name out while monetizing monetizing businesses to get their their food out to Facebook. Because twenty million people, why not? You know? Yeah, no doubt. So how do, so how did you fall into doing this? What's your background? Uh, to be honest, man, um, I used to grow. I used to uh, I used to extract. I used to. Um, do caregivership grows like I got the name doc because I used to uh, have patients and like I used to make medicine for people and stuff and I would never I was never online as doc I just have other people that called me that so like I was like all right cool like I'll just roll with it and for whatever it's worth I, I uh, got out of that, that business and started working like to film uh, I wanted to film like in the cannabis industry so I went and filmed some like businesses I got my first job taking pictures for a company, uh, West Edison Cannabis Concentrates, and I just took photos for them, 
And, you know, I did like a digital inventory system, which was strategic marks so that we could have on Instagram a digital, you know, media. But at the same time, I'm able to post on Facebook, too, as long as it's culture, or, you know, curated. Sorry, and I apologize. My, my words are terrible because I have a TBI, but I, I built myself on people like, you know, so and as such, like my my groups and such. That's just because I was I was at home. I was sick. You know, I, I had like a, a partial cancer scare. I had testicular scare or whatever, and then, you know, got in a wreck. So I was in the house for like five years. So why not do some stuff online? And that's where I figured that my strengths were is to just build these, uh, what people are calling me now is a digital architect, which is kind of cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. I love it. That's pretty cool. Now for people out there listening, TBI is traumatic brain, brain injury. Do you mean, do you want to talk about that at all? Has cannabis yeah, helped yeah. that out? Yeah, I can talk. I, honestly, it's kind of an interesting story for as sad as like, you know, me getting hurt was. So I was out buying some weed and I was uh, getting some weed from a medical dispensary. And it was, uh, I guess, like nine o'clock at night. I've told others it was in the morning, but my wife heard me talking the other day on Clubhouse and goes, babe, it happened at night. And like, so I, I still don't remember anything, but for whatever it's worth, I was out getting some weed. My, I was, I was in a driver's service car service can't really say who it was but i was in a, in a car service and my driver ran a stoplight and oh. or a stop sign and i got t-boned by a, a drunk driver on my door and i i to this day i i can't remember anything like i mean i i base i have wow. like police reports and shit that i can kind of go like oh okay like that's not what happened but me i to this day i have nightmares that i can't fucking remember like i have like I have severe disabilities now, which are like, as much as I can talk, it's great. But like, if you catch me on like, Hey, where's, where's this Hollywood. And then all of a sudden I am like full on stressed, freaking out. Don't know what's going on. I can even forget my name kind of shit. So, wow. Um, but to like, this day, but so the best part about this, like the whole wreck was I, I had a pound of cannabis on me and it was in a locked box. It was in a locked cannabis box. And they actually, the cops fought the ambulance drivers and they forced them to take me to the hospital with a pound of weed on me. And to this day, they still call me the weed man at the, at the Swedish medical hospital. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. That's not, that's not a bad thing to be known for at all. <laughs> and so where are you, where are you from? Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you guys from, uh, I actually just got my condo here in Aurora, Colorado. Very nice. Fantastic. I used to visit Colorado a few years back. It's beautiful out there. Just gorgeous. Uh, yeah, trust me. I find like all I got to do is just go like a few minutes down the road to the mountains and such, but I still can't drive yet because of my wreck. But like at the same difference, as soon as that goes down, I'm, I'm going to be experiencing Colorado on a regular, just like consistent, like mountain trips and like taking the wife all over. But it's slow and steady at this point. I can't, you know, jump the gun and, you know. How long ago was that? It was actually 2000, uh, 2018. So it was December 18th of 2018. And like, I oh, still I have like this cloud, like a, like a, a concussion cloud because I hit my head so hard that I broke my neck in two spots and they had Ow. put a cage in my neck. Ah. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> but Ow. outside of that, now I have like a, like certain issues to where I sometimes I just I can't put words together or like you know and that's what weed helps me with I'll smoke some weed you know get high and shit and then that's all what sudden, we like, hear. that's what <laughs> we want to hear well yeah all day long I find that's 100% why I like my brands to be with cannabis because as long as I'm normalizing weed did, might as well did smoke they, it too did, did, they, did they try to get you to use opiates or did you for a short period be just because of 
you know, the pain you obviously were in initially. Um, how did that kind of go with the doctors and Okay. Well, they, they honestly, they were trying to, they actually had to have me on multiple things. When I was in the hospital, I had an intravenous like hookup because I was like in the ICU. So like they were just pumping me full of like, I mean, morphine and all kinds of shit, 24 hours a day. And I found when I got out, like I, I didn't like the withdrawal. So I, I actually decided to look up medications, you know, where like muscle relaxers instead of like like opiates and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I found one and I, I used that throughout like the whole thing. But the problem was, is every time I was at the hospital for a surgery, they pumped me full of more medicine that I didn't want. So, you know, I'd have to go through withdrawal every time. It kind of sucked. You know what? Well, but it did. And, and did the, the cannabis help you lessen the withdrawal period? And if you can even gauge that, made it oh, not yeah, so bad? Time. Well, big time. I find like most of the, like, uh, being that I work with a lot of different companies, like, and I help a lot of friends out, they, they make sure I had like Delta eight and they made sure I had like CBN and CBG mixtures of distillate and such. And like, even to this day, like I, it'll be like, Hey man, like I can make whatever like mix of cannabinoids you want. And I find like, yeah, I used a lot of that stuff as an edible form, not as a smokable, but just like a capsule. And I found that my nausea cause I'm throwing up three times a day if i'm not like taking their pills which i don't take i smoke weed right lots lots of weed that's awesome and you know what when we come back after this break we will talk with doc hollywood a little further ai might be the most important new computer technology ever it's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested so buckle up The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. We're here with Doc Hollywood, social media influencer with 20 million people a month looking at his content. Now, this is heavy. And so let's go over the list, Doc, of, of the actual uh, sites that, you're, that you control. Okay, so uh, Cannabis.TV is a group. If you look up on Facebook, Cannabis, I you just put a did. period... TV. Um, we, I also run a group with a friend of mine. Uh, I'm an admin for his group. It's called Weed. So if you just look up the group Weed, it's got 300,000 uh, followers on that as well. Um, my major ones are the Munchies and Glassporn. Glassporn is reaching around 2 million people a month, and that's based on uh, specifically, um, I'm trying to credit artists and credit photographers, and I see a lot of glass pages on Facebook that just don't that they don't celebrate the artists unless they're being paid. So, I, I on that page, uh, it's a year old, hundred thousand followers. You can find that one. Uh, follow Glassporn, just Glassporn, all one word. Um, also, uh, let's see the Munchies Glassporn. I got like thirty-eight pages to be honest, and it's kind of hard to just go off the, my head. But like, those are my major ones. And I'd have to say, like, I love Cannabis.TV. We got like I smoke weed. I smoke weed. Uh, we got the digital sash uh, that I, I help with theirs as well. It's like I find like a lot of these groups. I mean, I own them, but I run a lot of this stuff and, and help with a lot of this stuff just so that like I'm able to uh, reach more people and at least like t teach these other people like this is how you make your group and this is how you monetize your group and this is how you monetize your Facebook page and you know this is how you make money from the app. But um, yeah. Now, now with it, yeah. I mean, I'm actually looking at your uh, at, at your Facebook page, um, and it's got here just it's got here the owner of the Munchies Glass Porn Gun Friend Buds Forever I Love Cannabis TV among other things that you do are listed right here. This is a good place to start because uh, I'm just. I don't know, maybe it's my age or, you know, I was in the Facebook early on and then it kind of, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm over Facebook. So <laughs> we don't really look at it as much as, you know, looking at what you have going on. I mean, looking at your groups, I just joined Canna World Group and someone actually approved me to be in the group. And they've got over 343,000 members, cannabis.tv on Facebook, which I can't wait to actually start uh perusing the page a little bit and see what I've been missing out on. Oh, hell yeah, man. I find like uh, buds forever is one that uh, was a meme inspired page that I built for, uh, I just wanted to fight back to a little bit of Zuckerberg, not allowing uh, 
you know, funny ass content and stuff that we like enjoy when we're stoned. So I built that one. And Ganja Friend, I'm like a managing editor. Uh, Ganja Friend is owned by a good friend of mine, Chris Paris. Um, Paris, he's in Spain. And he, we can't speak on the phone because he doesn't speak English well enough, but we speak through text. <laughs> nice. And we, we've been talking for over four years. And like now wow. I help, I'm helping him fix his food pages and fixing his weed pages. And he's like all over me, like, how do you do this now? And I'm not sitting there going like, oh, I'm going to charge you. I'm sitting there going like, hey, man, I'd love to help you because I feel like in the long run, if I help these people out, they're going to help me out. That's just how the world works. And people just don't understand that you just can't add, you can't just be like plugging yourself all the time. It's best to help a little bit and educate. Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because we've been in the cannabis industry, both Blue and I, for, you know, 20, 30 years. And it, it still is a small community, even though it's worldwide. And, you know, it, the, the most, the, the most people that I've seen succeed in the cannabis space are those who have, you know, genuinely help people without, you know, expectation of anything in return, really just, I know this, I can help you. And uh, all those people I know that have done that have done nothing but uh, great things in the space. Well, I appreciate you. And I find like uh, my business partner, Joe Trevino, he's actually like my, uh, the other owner of cannabis.tv. And he made like a bunch of these hats, like these super dope, like amazing hats from us or whatever. Now get this. We're not even selling them. We sold a few, but we gave them out to all the most famous artists and all the biggest influencers and like, you know, kill a priest wears our hat and like freaking like some of these rappers that are just up and coming. So I find like our branding is like, we were never, meant to be a brand we were supposed to be a place to have fun and our community spoke out and said dude we want stickers bro we want a hat like we want this so i feel like community base is just everything like just finding out what people want and then working it i mean that's that that's funny because when we started pop brothers in law you know, at some point people were like we want a sticker and i'm like who buys stickers i mean i'm an old guy right so you know who buys pens little pens it says <laughs> the cannabis community you know we want a t-shirt we want a hat that says it. we want a t-shirt you know that, that i would have never believed in a million years that we got people buying our script it's on a blanket yeah i mean i so, sleep with it every and, night and it's, and it's developed the way organically as you said from the community as to this is what we want so like why not let's do this Oh, and also, like, I also have a group that I don't really talk about as much just because it's something to where I keep my face off it as usual. But I created a, a cannabis job group in, in Colorado because I saw a lot of people, even before Facebook was allowing cannabis job ads, I think they learned a lot from my group based on, like, I used to have marketing meetings with Facebook. And I got to say, like, we, we got 3.4 thousand members. You can get a job in less than 24 hours if you have a badge in Colorado. Generally, you can go in there and talk about like, hey, I want to do this. I really like my passion is this. And like people will respond. And I find it's just a very active community to help people get jobs. And like people in that, they ask, hey, can I post a job? Dude, you do you. I'm not going to charge ever for that group just based on it helps people get jobs. And I can keep my name off of stuff so that I can stay that organic kind of high because that organic high is like, you know, when you help somebody without asking for anything in return, right. just getting that super high of going like, dude, I helped this person. It's so cool today. Yeah. no. It's and, for those, and for those people who don't know in, in Colorado, you need to get a badge. When he mentioned badge, it was referring to a work permit type of badge. I believe you have to go through a process. Um, we're here in California. Every city's different. And you might not need a badge per se. You, you might not even have to pass a life scan to be an employee, but most do. 
Um, but that's is that city or state required or both? It's uh, I think it's state required specific because our badges, I find like uh, once you get it, you can work in any town. You can work at any like you could work, say, to grow. You can work at a, you know, whatever MIP they are. They call them MIPs. Uh, they're just like they're the licensing. But, yeah, I find like uh, our badges are pretty specific. Like you just get those and you're ready to go. Nice. Nice. That's great. That's great. So. So, Doc, did you did you go through a lot of problems with you know, Facebook taking down your content because of the cannabis. Let's talk about some of those trials, you know, because I, I feel like, you know, we're always hesitant to go out anywhere. We, we've built on Instagram and, and, and podcast and radio because when we go on Facebook and everybody's like, why aren't you pushing on Facebook or this? And it's like, because every time we've tried it, we just get smashed and they shut us down and we make this effort to, to get exposure and then we get crushed. So talk about those. I mean, I'm sure you have many more stories than us. Oh yeah. I find like uh, with that kind of stuff, like I, I send good energy out to you guys. Cause like I say, anybody that's doing Facebook, anything like it's pretty much like they just against the wall and said, all right, like you have to figure out this shit by yourself. But like for posting, yeah, I've been like in my business partner, Joe, I've been in Facebook jail more than I can ever say. And then that's just for our group. Like for me personally, I found that like, I actually use my group as kind of like a, a tester. Like how do I post cannabis in a flower form? How do I post dabs online without getting hit by them saying it's a regulated good? So I found out recently trial and tribulation was, is I learned information based by if you were to do a strain and you want to post like the flower, you must do it just by saying the straight, you just post the strain and then you do like a gas emoji or something like that. And that's it. You can't like on Facebook, you can't do any hashtags that say weed. I know that they have them and which sucks. They have hashtags that actually do quantify a lot of people that are in the weed world, but um, for photos wise, I can post cannabis photos every day. I can post them two, three times a day as much as I want and share them across my networks. But I also found that like you have to own your own like groups and pages and places to share this stuff. So like if I if I didn't have admin status across the board, I'd get hit for spam. So like with cannabis and such, as long as it's information based as specifics, like if you're going to share from Instagram to Facebook, never do that. It's always best just like. Share on Instagram because the algorithm's gonna fuck it up. I found that if you do share from both, and then also you can use hashtags on Instagram, which you can on Facebook. So if you were to cross share and had a hashtag, you're gonna catch a ban really quick. So I found that like posting information based specific. So I look at like Dab Stars, Jonah Sanford, a very good friend of mine. He posts dabs every day. And I was like, how do you do this? And I looked, he didn't necessarily tell me, but I went through his posts and I was like, he just posts the strain name and that's it for every single fucking post so i feel like it's specific on like understanding like all right if you're in a video you can't have your bong sitting in front of you the whole time and as such facebook construes that as you're teaching or showing people that you smoke like you're smoking you know and such so we found that like there's certain camera angles that that's how it works so it's just to me it's it's uh, it always changes because I'll, I'll get all this down and then like two or three years from now, I'll get a hit for something that they allowed before, but now they don't. So now, now it's, quant you, it's constantly changing. Are you getting your accounts uh, certified or verified? For that? Oh, honestly, man, to be honest, uh, glass porn being that's a glass page about bongs and shit, they actually gave me fan subscriptions. So I have fan subscriptions for that, which I haven't exactly figured out what I'm going to use it for. And then they also gave me for uh, the munchies, they gave me uh, 
paid events. Like I can do paid events through Facebook, which in my opinion, anything you're doing through Facebook, they're going to make too much, way more money than you could. And as such, I, I kind of do those ways of, I can definitely do better than they would. Like I can, I can do a, an event that's paid that's, that people could join to, but in as such, Facebook is more over the media source. Sure. So like, and as such, when they, when they give us these things, they're going to verify. It's going to be that way. I'm actually shooting for verification on the munchies just based on term the munchies you know sure. I, I wonder if that's why but i'm beating the food network right now like tasty and food network have 30 million plus followers and yeah their videos kick my ass but if you look at their day-to-day -day posts every single day they post they get like 60 to 100 likes uh, you know stuff like that i'm getting like i have a post right now that is uh in 24 hours it hits 800,000 people and it has like over 9,000 shares on it in wow. less than 24 hours so i find like you know sometimes these things that facebook give us like the verification and all those i could go forever without one and i feel like i could still get the same value to people and you know what when we get come back from this break i'm going to ask a little bit about algorithm and then we're going to do the high five with doc hollywood it's cannabis talk 101 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, social media influencer. I'm going to call you an influencer. Doc Hollywood, over 22 million people a month come to his different pages. Doc, it's been a pleasure. And Craig had a question for you. What was that, Craig? Yeah, but you mentioned algorithm, like don't share from IG over to Facebook. I mean, we really didn't get into it, but, you know, do you have a background in, in uh, rocket science or, you know... <laughs> You know, regarding algorithms and stuff like that, how did you, you know, I've heard that term used a lot, 
And to me, it just, you know, we all... I, I was using it, I was loosely using it this morning. And I was like, Craig, there's an algorithm that starts picking up the thing, starts telling you this, and brings your cost down. And he was like, what? <laughs> well, and as such, I, I actually appreciate that question. I find, like, I, being with my brain condition, I, no, I'm not really good at that kind of stuff. I do code and such on my off time. But I have to say an algorithm, if you want to understand an algorithm, it's an A, B, C, D recipe. So, like, if I was to give you a recipe for cake, and I made a cake, it'd be this, I'd give you the recipe. And if you went with that recipe, you would make that same cake. You'd have that same exact, you know, delicious recipe. So, and as such to me, doing algorithms is more over finding like, how do I post? When do I post? What do I post? How good, a, how good a quality do the photos need to be? You know, and I found like specific things that I write down on my little notepad that are algorithms and as such, my algorithm of what I do to build these pages as fast as they are, because the Munchies is like only 11 months old. I mean, she's 11 months old and has 130,000 people. And I, I can't even tell you that how many times Facebook uses my posts and puts sponsored underneath them. And I don't pay for a single ad. So big wow. ups to them for doing that. <laughs> now, now, is that something that when you, like, how do you, how did you stumble on, oh, don't post on IG, you know, don't post on IG and then share it, you know, post it separately. How, how does that hurt? How does that hurt? I mean, when you do it and share it as opposed to the other way around? Well, and as such, what it was is I found that like when you're doing as many posts as I do, I post every four hours. So four times a day I'm posting on each different medium that I'm using. So what I can do is do simple math on those things to go, okay, like when I share through from like when I first used to do businesses and do photos for them, I would share through from their Instagram to their Facebook and then I, at that point, I would see the numbers just drop. Nobody would look at the photos. Like the organic reach bar at the bottom would be just minuscule. You'd see like 80 people hitting it instead of 6,000 people hitting is it. Is that on, are you talking about on IG or on Facebook after it's been shared? On Facebook after it's been shared. Because okay. uh, Instagram, I'm not really an expert. It's all Facebook here. Gotcha. So what, what, what kind of time frame did it take to build this following? I'm sure everybody wants to know that. Well, in 11, all right, so 11 months, um, I built 130,000 people and it's, uh, it does it. I don't even have to share it. Basically, I don't have to share it once I put it onto the page. So doing it, I found that uh, in the beginning, I used two, I think it was like two or three ads of, through Facebook for my page that was just to get my food page, I guess, out to people to get up to 3,000 people. That's all I wanted was 3,000 people. I mean, I could work with 2,000. As long as you have over 1,000 people, you're generally going to have the point where if you're sharing content, which I found out this, all right, so check this. I think it's in my terms with my numbers, 75% of people with Facebook, they don't have Instagram. And then there's 63% of people with Instagram don't have Facebook. So if you're going to use like and build content like me, I don't have access to like all this content all day to be building. So what I, I do is I go grab from Instagram, but then at the same time, I'm, I'm giving those artists and I'm giving those photographers all credit. But at that time, I'm changing the algorithm because I'm giving I'm giving on Facebook. If I'm posting four different times a day. I get four different chances to go viral on each of those posts. And if you think about it, content is just goes viral when somebody hasn't seen it. So and as such, when I grab from Instagram, it might be famous and huge on Instagram right now, but Facebook has never seen it, you know, because 63% sure. of people that have Instagram don't have Facebook and these 75% is crazy. I mean, it's, it, it, it really is nuts how that works because, you know, we have a decent following on IG, never really pushed Facebook. And when we went viral, it was all about Facebook. 
Facebook yep. was, you know, somebody picked up one of our one of our videos, and then actually it's pretty funny. Respect my region picked up our video on Facebook, and then from there, Roger Stone reposted it. Oh, and that's, that's, that's where, huge. That's <laughs> where he said these were it's a shut the fuck up video, and he says these should be my lawyers. And uh Bro, and from there across all all of all of the outlets, but it really was Facebook that uh sent that catapulting into the stratosphere so it's, and that's it's how i feel how like everything works. is well this is i my... feel like every, like with you guys you guys went viral in my world i mean i started i saw your guys' early videos and then like now i see your stuff on your pop brothers of law which you guys get like you know a couple hundred viewers and it's all specific information basics you guys are basically giving the community back what they need so it's much appreciated our pleasure, our pleasure. Well, now it's time for the high five. My favorite part of the show with Doc Hollywood. Doc, are you ready for the high five? Yes, sir. Question number one. How old were you the first time you smoked, and where did you get it from? Uh, I was 16 years old when I first smoked weed. Uh, my neighbor, Andy Nikolai, um, basically said, hey, bro, like I got I got some of this weed, and so we, I, I got it from dude. I remember we were sitting in a, a, it was a house that was being just built and it was the worst tasting weed. It smelled, it literally tasted like I was smoking oregano and I can still remember that taste to this day, but I got high as fuck. And uh, <laughs> yeah, ever since been enjoying. A lot of people nice. don't get high their first time. You know, we get a, we, we get a mixed bag of that. Some people don't, maybe they didn't smoke enough, didn't inhale it or shit. And then we get a lot of people who got really high and other people who, like we had people who got so high they didn't do it again for a while. <clears throat> well, I'm the guy that like I hit the I hit the bong until basically I'm full on coughing. I find like you got to cough to get off is what they say. Like I'm full hey, that's on. That's old just- school. That's old school right there, man. You got to cough to get off. Absolutely. It's a fact, and I've been going to Bongathon for some years now. And I gotta say, the older guys that like been in the smoking industry will tell me like, bro, you gotta cough to get off. I'm going like, fuck yeah, you guys want to get high? That's the only way to go. And then we have the 22nd rule. You got to hold that shit in, man. Nowadays, they say you don't have to, but I, I don't know. Question well, dabs, number two. Okay. There, there's a difference. Dabs, if you're going to hold in dabs, it more asphyxiate you than anything. And then, like, you'll, like, probably come out of it and almost pass out because you've held your breath and it's kicked your ass. But with weed smoke forever, I'm going to hold that shit in until I breathe out nothing. We used to call it ghost hits. Oh, nice. Nice. We called it the 22nd rule. Question number two, <laughs> the high five. What is your favorite way to get high? Uh, my favorite way to get high is uh, this piece right here. My Dr. Seuss, man. This is my, uh, she's an old, she's the first recycler that was ever made back like six years ago. But I personally like dabs. Um, I'm, my favorite thing to do is do dabs. If I don't have that, I, I always have a cartridge on me that's, you know, pretty fire. Ready to go. Question number three of the high five. Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? Oh, man. Crazy. Okay, so uh, I created this new thing, which uh, people are going to probably hate me for the name of it, but it's called the Mile High Club, and I've gotten high on my airplane a few times. And um, I don't condone this of any kind, but, like, at the same time, it was probably the strangest because, you know, you're up there and you don't know if the alarm's going to go off and if you're going to walk out the door and somebody pissed off at you or something. It's the same difference, like, with vapes and such now. I hold that shit in. If, and if I cough, you know, hopefully with COVID and such, they'll just leave me alone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what airlines? Number- what airlines? 
Uh, Delta. I love Delta uh, Airlines. It's really, you know, like whatever's worth their, their first class section. If you're sitting up there, they don't really give a shit if you're getting high really that bad. It's amazing. Wow. Using a vape, huh? They don't really care. Well, yeah, I mean, I went from being homeless to like having money to fly that way. So I, mean, I got to say, like, I've always been a guy that's just always been out to like smoke weed wherever I can. I, I've been kicked out of establishments sound in like Colorado my son. for smoking. You sound you know? like my you sound like my son. <laughs> well, seriously, there's a place in Denver called the Coffee Joint. I walked in, I lit a joint up, I got thrown out because they didn't allow smoking flour. And I'm like, well, fuck you, you know. <laughs> I'm not coming back right in. <laughs> I'm never coming back. Exactly. So I got my place, uh, Studio 420. You can smoke puff all day. You know. I fuck think we've shit. been there. I think we actually. I, I when I was out there a few years ago, and I think I went to. Uh, I don't know if you have that many in Denver, but I did go to one in Denver. I think it might, was it a two-story one? Oh, yeah. Okay, the two-story one, that was actually, uh, that was, I think, I bake in the beginning, possibly, or it was uh, Three Kings. There was only like four places that they really had, to be honest. Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. We It was, it was they had a downstairs, and it was like an old house upstairs, it seemed like. And the rooms were fairly small, but we... I mean, God, if we knew COVID then, we now, I mean, it was in a little room. It was like 20 people passing the joint and good old days. Question well, number four, the high five. Sorry. When you, what are your favorite munchies? What is your go-to munchie when you get high? My favorite munchie. Okay. Like I'd have to say like uh, ice cream. I'm just that I'm like, I enjoy fucking my cold stone creamery. You know, that's my that's my rich height. Now, if I if I can't afford too much, I feel like shit, man. I'll take just like, you know, some spaghetti, man. That's that's across the board. I could just eat spaghetti for days, you know. You love it. Uh, who doesn't like spaghetti? Question number five of the high five with Doc Hollywood, social media influencer with 20 million, 22 million downloads or views a, a month. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? I'd have to say, like, right now, like, just because <clears throat> I follow his career a lot, I'd like to smoke with Be Real because he's, like, he has liked and watched some of my videos in the past, you know? So, like, it's it was, like, one of those moments of, like, holy shit, like, Be Real is just like my shit, you know? Because like, I feel like as much as, like, my media is all up there, I would never want to be famous. So it's, I'll probably be that infamous guy that maybe gets around. So We can uh, make that happen. Bring up Be, be Real that we – when we first started Pop Brothers at Law, we ended up we we started at his studio doing a show with Adam Hill doing his getting high with show at his studio. And they had the smoke box there and we're going, fuck, man, that'd be so cool to get on that smoke box. And we actually met Be Real that day, took a picture and that was about it. And then uh, fuck, fast forward, what, three and a half years, we were on the goddamn smoke box. It was pretty cool. Oh, so jealous, man. Right. I, I watch his podcast every day, the uh, the, the uh, Dr. Green yeah. show on YouTube. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, they're really good, good guys. He's good. Well, Doc, we want, to, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to say before we let you get out of here, man? No, I just appreciate you guys. I find like uh, I had some troubles trying to get everything set up for this. And I do appreciate your guys' kindness and uh, your patience with me. But, you know, I definitely really appreciate being on the show. I, I love your brand and I love seeing you in rooms on Clubhouse. And I just can't wait to, uh, you know, further change like, and possibly leave a legacy for some of like the newer cats behind to say like, hey, we were here and we did cannabis this way, you know? I keep doing it that way. Absolutely. Yeah, well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll see you on the next show.
Peace. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.